brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you like what we do here at ProWrestling.net and the ProWrestling.net all-access podcast, there are a couple things you could do to support us. First, leave us a review on the Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Tell people why you like us. Those help get our show out in front of more people. The second, become a ProWrestling.net member. You can support the site and get ad-free access to the site, access to our member-exclusive audio reviews of Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Just because you don't hear it on this podcast doesn't mean it doesn't happen. And we also have the ProWrestling.net weekly audio show where Jason Powell usually runs through the news of the week and often breaks first-run news. He does a weekly Q&A every week for members as well, and you get bonus episodes of some shows like the Pretentious Wrestling Podcast. If you want to become a ProWrestling.net member for as low as $7.50 a month if you just want to try it out for a month, or $5.50 a month if you want to take the annual option, it knocks a couple bucks off. It's pretty great. Go to ProWrestling.net, click the membership link, and you can be signed up in minutes. Thank you guys so much for listening, and enjoy the rest of the show. This is the Pretentious Wrestling Podcast, a production of ProWrestling.net. I'm Will, he's Jake. You can follow us on Twitter at Will Pruitt and at Barnett Jake. On today's show, Chris Jericho and New Japan Pro Wrestling and how the Wrestle Kingdom 12 card is shaping up. So Jake, Wrestle Kingdom 12 is coming up and we got a deluge of match announcements for it this past weekend along with the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Power Struggle pay-per-view. Let's talk about the biggest thing, uh, I think uh, from at least a U.S. uh, approach, the biggest thing about this show now, Chris Jericho is coming to New Japan Pro Wrestling to face Kenny Omega for the New J- for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. This was a surprise. He uh, th- there was a little video appearance at the Power Struggle pay per view. Jake, what do you think about Jericho coming to New Japan? Personally, I think it's brilliant. Um, you know, not just for him, but for New Japan. Uh, I, you know, it, it makes a lot of sense. He's probably one of the bigger. U.S. names that they could get at this point uh, who, could, who could sign a deal and immediately come wrestle for them at their biggest show and potentially, you know, down the road if he's not terribly interested in going back to WWE in the first part of the year uh, for WrestleMania, then he could, you know, maybe make his way to another show when they come back to Long Beach or wherever they're going to have their next U.S. 
um, you know, U.S. tour spot. And I think that it could be big business for them. You know, they're, they're if they're serious about U.S. expansion, I think they do need a fair bit more U.S. star power. And then that's the one thing at this point in his career that Jericho can offer. Yeah, and you touch on two things I wanted to say there. One, it is big star power. I, I think it's probably the most exciting uh, company jump since uh, a couple years ago when we saw AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura leave New Japan for WWE. And it, it's kind of a similar thing. You've got Jericho, who has been used on big shows, who is a major star, jumping over. But you also mentioned what Jericho can bring at this point in his career. And Jake, I've got to say... While I'm excited about the idea of this, while I think the promos and the stories leading up to it, the Alpha versus Omega stuff that uh, they seem to be doing is going to be really cool. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. Jake, uh, Chris Jericho hasn't been all that impressive in the ring in a little while. And I worry about him being able to have the kind of match that I, I know I personally expect from Kenny Omega at the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, I I agree. I think there's some there's potential for downsides there. But throughout his career, Jericho has been the type to both rise and fall to the occasion. You know, he he sort of rises in the ring when he's against good competition and he often, you know, doesn't carry somebody who he, you think he would carry to a great match. And so you know, I, I honestly, I, I think we're in for a better version of Chris Jericho than we saw in in WWE rings in in 2016 into 2017. So, I, you know, I, I don't think it'll be a Okada, you know, Omega level masterpiece, but I think it will be passable to the point where the star power more than makes up for the difference in match quality, especially when it comes to getting American eyes on the show and future American eyes on the product when they try to, you know, make their way into the U S for more shows in 2018. Yeah. I, I think it's going to help with the Americanizing of the product for sure. And I do hope the star power carries it. It's definitely a different kind of confrontation than Okada versus Omega, where the hype going in was, we are going to have the best match of all time. And they had a really damn good match. Uh, I hope that this one, that they're able to tell a story. And I, I still think Jericho, when he gets excited about something, has those storytelling chops. And I, I think there's definitely an excitement level in him about jumping to another company, being uh, kind of being a hot name on the scene, where in WWE was a mid card title holder for the most part, and that was about it. And this this definitely spices up the Chris Jericho reputation and everything like that. Uh, so we got Jericho versus Omega happening at the Tokyo Dome. We already knew Naito versus Okada. It's going to happen. That main event's going to be fun, if for no other reason than. It was supposed to main event the Dome once before, and fans voted for it not to happen, and it, it almost seems absurd now that fans would vote for this match not to main event the Dome, because it, it feels like the biggest thing New Japan has it's to offer. It's not the same Naito, though. Yeah. Not even, not even close to the same no. Naito. But, uh, I, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a fantastic match and you know whether it's naito's time you know to, to capture the title i guess depends on you know what their plans for the immediate future are but uh he he's definitely deserving of a title run i think he you know 
his transformation uh, doing Lost in Gobernables and, and that whole uh, Tranquilo character. I, I think it's been a just a massive sea change in how people view Naito as a as a wrestler, and, and it's a, it's been incredible to watch over his career. So I, I'm hopeful that they'll they'll give him a shot just to see what happens here. You know, I, I think it would be a quite a shocking finish to the show. You think so? You you think it's going to be a shocking finish? Well, I wouldn't call it absolutely. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe shocking was too strong of a term, but I. Nope, I, I'm I holding think... you to that. When we preview <laughs> this show, if you don't say shocking, I'm going to be so yeah. upset. Yeah, you got me. Uh, <laughs> I, I I just think it's it, they're at a point now where you know, Okada has been such a mainstay at the top of that show, at the top of the card that unseating him is a big deal. And I I, I just don't know if if just based on fan reactions if if anybody is expecting a title change here. But I could be wrong. I I think it uh, it would be a pretty big deal if it happens. Yeah, I I would be pretty. I think I'd be pretty surprised, but I'll be amazed when he loses that title, no matter what. I, I think I will kind of be taken aback by it, no matter who does it. Uh, uh, let's talk now, IWGP Intercontinental Championship, normally the semi-main event of the show, and I think with Omega versus Chris Jericho, we're going to see that place usurped. But Tanahashi defending the title against Jay White, who debuted a new gimmick uh, this past week, and it seems like they are going to use this as a slot to try to make Jay White a star. I, I would think when lose or draw, uh, he's in there against Tanahashi at the Tokyo Dome. He's going to uh, have a major, major, uh, a major showing. Yeah, I guess was Tanahashi still scheduled to go out for surgery at some point? Uh, I, I wasn't sure the status. I of think this. he will never get surgery. <laughs> That it could that could be. I, mean, <laughs> I, I just don't know what the uh, the status of his bicep is at this point. I know he had been working through a tear, but I they don't know how. They actually just took it out. He <laughs> he doesn't have a bicep anymore, and he's doing fine. Cyborg biceps. Uh, oh, for Cyborg Tanahashi. Tanahashi sounds beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah would. I, I I think this match just really underscores how important it is to have somebody like Tanahashi holding kind of a mid-card championship because not only do people still view him as being one of the top wrestlers in the world, but he can be a star maker. You know, the, the, there are people that he's going to face in the position he is now and his skill, not only at ring psychology, but at putting matches together that just really grab the emotions of crowds. Uh, you know, he can do that now with, with guys that new Japan needs to develop and put into positions to be their future stars. And so I really like the positioning of Jay white in, in this match. I think Tanahashi is the perfect opponent for him. I think if they're serious about making this gimmick feel like a big deal, that it's the right place and the right time, uh, you know, to, to put him in a match with Tanahashi. And so I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they put together and how they choose to go about, uh, uh, you know, the finish. I, I think if we knew whether or not Tanahashi was scheduled to go out for medical, it would be easier to predict the finish. But I think it's still kind of up in the air in my head at this point. Yeah. And even if he is scheduled to go out for medical, New Japan doesn't have weekly shows. It's not like he couldn't be back, depending on what the surgery is, in time for invasion attack in April or something like that to have a rematch against Jay White if he did lose. And uh, I think it is 
like you said, it's important to have someone who can make stars in your mid card. And Tanahashi coming out of the role as you know the uh, the Okada like ace, kind of being the guy in New Japan and taking this role. This role is almost more important than being the ace. You are you're a little bit down on the card, but you are helping people get to the level where they're ready to face Okada, and we've seen him do that. I mean, Kenny Omega's first major feud in turning he- heavyweight was Tanahashi, and it became Michael Elgin because Tana got hurt, but we've seen Tanahashi get people ready and do so really, really well, and it's been a joy. Uh, One other match on this card I wanted to go over, uh, we can talk about the junior heavyweight stuff in a moment, but Jake, the Ring of Honor championship match, I think is one of the more intriguing matches on this show. It's Cody Rhodes defending the title, I, I think they will add in, you know, if he's still champion, because uh, this show does happen after Ring of Honor Final Battle. And I'll say this show happens inconveniently close to Final Battle. Ring of Honor should do something about that. And I, I don't really know if it's worth changing their annual tradition for, but it might be given how much how how much they value having their title defended on the Tokyo Dome. But it's Cody Rhodes defending the Ring of Honor Championship against Kota Ibushi. That's, That's big kind time of fun. Match. That's big, yeah. and it, I mean, it's bigger than even last year where they did a final battle rematch in Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. They had a title change with Adam Cole winning the title back from O'Reilly. That match got 10 minutes, and it was kind of a meh letdown. I think fans are going to be into uh, Cody versus Coda, and I, I think it, it's going to get a significant amount of time. To me, this match feels at least up there with the big three in Okada versus Naito, Omega versus Jericho, and Tanahashi versus Jay White. It it feels like a worthy fourth in that mix. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I, I don't think Cody has the same reputation as some of the big time uh, New Japan talents in terms of expectations for for match quality and, and whatnot. But I I think Ibushi does. You know, he, I think people know what to expect from him, especially New Japan fans who may be less familiar with the uh, with Cody Rhodes matches. But to be honest, I mean, it, it's a it's a great matchup. I, I'm excited to see what they're able to pull off. I mean, my my criticism of Cody. You know, in the past has been that he just doesn't have that extra gear that you would expect, and I think Ibushi does. So we'll see if they can really push the pace in this match and uh, and make it feel a little bit different than anything Cody has done since he's been away from WWE. Because I think that's really what's been missing from his repertoire is that like that extra gear that that the, that the pace requires in, in New Japan and, and some of the the selling that goes along with it. I, I'd like to see that from him because I think it would be sort of the next level stardom that uh, that he's been looking for since he left. Yeah, and that's something that I thought we'd see when Cody and Okada had their match in Long Beach. And they had a good match. And I think a match that made a lot of people nervous because there there was definitely a feeling going into it that, oh man, Okada could lose this. He, like there, there was still that feeling of what if Okada lost? Oh my God, what would we do? And that was fun. Uh, that that was really fun about that match. But I, I think that with Cody versus Ibushi, you've got, you've got a real chance. And Cody in there was someone who I think can adapt to styles, maybe a little more than Okada can, um, who, who can adapt in a way that I, I think could give Cody that major performance that he's been missing. And hopefully that that's like a light bulb moment for Cody as well. And we get 
um, really, truly next level stuff out of him. Yeah, I, I think his character works in. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Since leaving WWE, he's been really fun. Like, I, I really enjoyed what he's been doing, uh, you know, from a character standpoint. But there's there's just been that that, that one match where I've just I've been waiting for him to just go okay now yeah now he's he's definitely hit that next level he's he's improved dramatically since he left WWE I, I just don't think I've seen it yet but I'm hoping this is the one yeah same here I'm hoping this will be the moment overall what would you say right now hey it's like the beginning of November we still got about two months ago what would you say your excitement level is for Wrestle Kingdom twelve Honestly, I think the top four matches at this point are fantastic. So I'm, I'm really pumped for the show. Like I, I think anything they add on at this point is is gravy. Even the, the junior heavyweight championship match. While I'm not entirely thrilled that it's another four way, I, I think they're putting the right people in that match to make it really fun. So, it's uh, it's looking good. I just wish the tag divisions felt more important than they do right now. Yeah, and that's really the weak part. I mean, the World Tag League is coming up, the annual tag team tournament. And the, to me, it's the part, uh, like, I get excited in November for match announcements for Wrestle Kingdom 12. And then the Tag League happens, and I just tune out of New Japan for a while and come back for the Tokyo Dome. That's my general kind of New Japan ritual. But um, th- those junior heavyweight title matches, you've got Marty Scroll, uh versus Hiromu Takahashi versus Kushida versus Will Ospreay. I think that match is going to be insanity. I do wish that it was more of like a long-term built-up feud, but they've got the right guys in there to do some really neat stuff and make that a big match. I don't think it will feel as big as Hiromu versus Kushida felt last year, but it's still going to be neat. And then uh, the junior tag title match is uh, uh, Rapungi 3000 versus the Young Bucks. And uh, again, that's one where... I think you're going to see uh, a neat little, uh, a lot of neat stuff from uh, Show and Yo, and some obviously great stuff from Matt and Nick Jackson, who I think have become increasingly valuable to New Japan. And is pro- this is probably why we're not seeing a four way tag match and a singles uh, and a singles title match, and it's reversed that way. Yeah, that could be. I mean, I think you know. Rocky Romero and 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 has done quite a bit of good work getting you know Rapungi 3K off the ground. I, I think it's a been a successful reintroduction of that you know that gimmick. So I, I it's it'll be interesting to see what kind of craziness we see from those two teams because it, you know, the sky's the limit in terms of athletic ability in that match. 
Yeah, uh, I think that we're going to see some really... I, I think everything on this card looks fun. Those junior title matches just look like, hey, let's get a bunch of guys flying right now, and then we're going to settle in for the coolness of the top four matches, and I'm fine with that. that that's what we know of the card thus far, and I, I would say I'm really excited about it, but like I said, I mean, I'm probably at an eight. I'll probably fade down to like a five or six, and then right around New Year's, I get excited again when I remember that, hey, I'm going to stay up all night in a few days and watch the uh, Wrestle Kingdom show, and that that's always a bit of a fun adventure to go on. Yeah, certainly. I, I'm I'm always looking forward to to Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, even if you don't get a chance to to stay up all night and and watch it live, there's there's generally speaking at least two two and a half hours of some of the best wrestling you're going to see all year on this show. Yeah, it, it, you get some of just the greatest stuff. New Japan always goes all out, and um, obviously, unlike WWE, and I don't say this in an insulting way, but Wrestle Kingdom, it one of the emphases that they put on it is in-ring quality. And I I think we're going to see some great in-ring quality on this show. Jake, finally, what's making you happy in wrestling this week? Oh man, I got to go with that AJ Styles title win. It was, uh, it was just a a huge relief for everybody. I think in that building too, you know, that it it really did feel like the, the show had kind of been held hostage by that gender title reign. And some of the, the major stars, on SmackDown had been had been fed to him. And I feel uh, like the show was held hostage before that. Like for me, honestly, since the last time AJ held the title, I didn't really care about the John Cena title reign. I didn't care about Bray Wyatt. I didn't care. Like I can go down the list. I didn't care about Wyatt. Orton was bad. And then you got to gender and it's like, oh, God, is this ever going to end? Yeah, I, I think you're right there. It just, it just the the uh, I guess positive optimistic energy from that was coming off of smackdown when aj was on top just kind of evaporated and so i'm hopefully they can capture that even if it's for a short period of time yeah and i uh that is definitely making me happy i i will also add it looks like we're gonna get the shield versus the new day which is really cool like that that to me is an exciting match on the level of like Wyatt's versus the Shield back in the day. And I, I think that's a neat thing for WWE to sprinkle into Survivor Series. To, and it makes me stand back and go, wow, they're they're serious about Survivor Series. This this to me, that that is one of those matches that I thought would have to be a WrestleMania match or something for us to get it. And obviously wouldn't be a mania match because Roman Reigns main events, WrestleMania, comma, baby girl. Uh, but What's making me happy, also, uh, I guess I'm doing a couple, but Kota Ibushi versus Hiroshi Hiroshi Tanahashi in the main event of Power Struggle for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship, that was just a really good match. Like, it's making me happy, and I got to watch Ibushi versus Tanahashi again, and that's always going to make me happy when I get to see it. Yeah, I, it, it's hard to argue with with that one. I, it, it's it was so much fun to watch those two work together, and and it's clear that you know even though Okada has been on top and he's had some you know obviously what a couple of five plus star matches in the yeah. last year, I I don't think anybody is better at putting together matches than than Tanahashi. He just continues to impress me every time he goes out there. Yeah, it's kind of an amazing thing to see everything that he's able to put together and the the way he's able to work, um, even around injuries and everything else. Uh, Tanahashi is a real master at what he does. 
And I think that'll wrap it up for us. So um, this is the awkward ending and the music starting. And yep, yep, that'll be me talking. Cool. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Pretentious Wrestling Podcast. For more, please subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and a review, show us that you appreciate us, and if you want even more content, check out ProWrestling.net's membership option. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.